Welcome to the CRE Shark Eye Show, where we discuss commercial real estate. This is your host, Ishai Breslauer. Here we meet every Monday to talk commercial real estate and prop tech. We will dive deep into the different asset classes, discuss the market, talk about the new and exciting technologies, meet key people in the industry, and get some inspiration. Let's begin. Hey guys, before we start, I just want to point out the six best secrets for commercial real estate. It's a free download. Go to the text side and you will find it. It has absolutely great information, completely free, how to become a landlord, how to determine the value of a property, or creative financing for commercial real estate. All of it is completely free. Go download it. Also, I want to point out my CRE crash course. It's a two-week must-have program with a must-have skills for commercial real estate, like investment strategies, the must-have financial terms, how a deal is done. Go take a look at it, go to the text side, and click on the link. And now, let's continue with our program. Hey guys, how are you? This is Ishai Breslauer, your host of the CRE Shark Eye Show. Hope you guys are doing fantastic today. Uh, today, we have a very, very interesting show that I, am, I was very curious about. And we're going to talk about, you know, everything about the process of acquisitions streamlined into one, 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 how do you say, source in one way. And uh, there's a company that does that. Believe it or not, we're going to talk to them today. And Charlie Coppola is with us to talk about all that process and all that stuff. And I'm very, very excited about it. Charlie, thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to be on and talk to you about uh, our company. So you know what? Before we dig into your story, you guys, how you guys launched this company, give us a two-minute elevator pitch about um, your company. Yeah, so I'll just tell you, uh, I know we'll get into kind of the history of the company, but I'll just tell you to start really what we do. So the name of the company is CRE OneSource, and our platform, uh, OneSource, um, is really a platform to bring all deal participants on any on any commercial real estate transaction all to one spot. So we say it's the source of truth for a commercial real estate deal. And, and Yishai, you know, any commercial real estate transaction has 10 or 15 different individuals uh, involved, whether it's brokers or, you know, clients, uh, inspectors, title company, appraisers, space planners, you name it, uh, attorneys, right? Um, and, uh, right now, you know, a lot of brokers and lenders, they all have a CRM, um, that really helps them prospect, uh, Salesforce, Apto. Those are kind of the big ones we hear, Ascendix even. Um, but then once they actually get a deal, uh, they, there is no system today, uh, to actually complete that deal and push that deal closed. Um, and so it, everyone reverts back to email, uh, face-to-face -face meetings, phone calls, and it's very disparate. Um, and so one source is, as you as you know, in, in the name, uh, a spot to bring all the people, the documents, the tasks, the data, the communication all into one spot to facilitate the transaction and essentially get that deal from start to finish. Great. That was very good. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, we're going to dig into this like deep, deep, deep yeah. into this whole thing. And I'm very, very curious about it, as I said, um, you know, before we do. Let's go back a little bit. I know you're young. You're young. Mm -hmm. Guys, 27 years old. <laughs> Everybody, everyone can do it, okay? So uh, 27 years old. That's very, very inspiring. It's beautiful. I love that. 
Um, let's go back for you, maybe seven years or yeah. six years or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you tell us. And obviously you did it with your dad. Let's go yeah. back a little bit for you. Let's go back in time. Tell us about your dad and about his background. And then where you joining, you know, let's let's go through the history a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'll go back further than seven years uh, and start with my dad. So his name is Craig Coppola. He's been a commercial real estate broker for 37 years. Uh, and so um, he's been, you know, his whole career has been out here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, but he was actually one of the founding partners of Lee and Associates Arizona, uh, which is, uh, you know, it's a national company now, right? Started in Southern California. He opened, I think, the seventh or eighth office here in Phoenix, um, and then they've expanded. I think they're above 60 offices now nationwide. Wow. Um, and, and he's what's, mostly what's the, name of the offices. It's Lee and Associates. Lee and um, Associates. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and their founder, Bill Lee, uh, was a mentor of my dad. He, he passed a year uh, ago. Um, but anyway, he, he helped found the Lee and Associates Arizona office. Uh, and he's been doing transactions for 37 years. So he is mostly office leasing, but he'll do acquisitions. He'll do, you know, all different asset classes. Uh, but like I said, mostly office office stuff. I obviously uh, grew up in a real estate uh, household, right? That was his his uh, his venture, his, his career. Um, and so I, I vividly remember uh, Saturday mornings, he'd, he'd pile me and my sisters into his car and we'd go drive different neighborhoods, different um, uh, parts of the city and just look at buildings with him. And so that was part of my uh, childhood. Um, and then if I'll fast forward into when I was in high school, I remember him sitting down with me going through um, buildings, uh, analyzing uh, the, fi the finances uh, on a spreadsheet looking at financial statements and he'd, he'd kind of teach me that, you know, before I'd ever taken classes on it. So how you old know, you were? Whole, what's that? How old you were at that time? I was in, I was in high school. So what, 16, 17, 18. Wow. Um, That's and amazing. He, yeah, it was a, it was a great, what a great experience. Um, great experience and great, uh, you know, great for me to kind of see that world really before I, I knew it. Um, and, and I think he just had a passion for teaching. I, I know that he has a passion for teaching because he continues it to this day. Um, and so I'll fast forward. That was really how I grew up, right, with with my dad and in, in the commercial real estate world. Um, out of school, I, I actually started in banking and in lending. So I joined a big bank um, and and was an underwriter on the on the credit side, uh, big bank BBVA. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar. They're big in Europe, uh, South America, and they had a big U.S. group BBVA Compass. They actually just sold to PNC Bank. Um, but I was an underwriter on their CIB team, their corporate investment banking team uh, in Dallas, Texas, and uh, got really good at Excel. Understood how to analyze business models. Um, and and understand uh, trends and market trends. Um, and it was a great, great start for my career. Uh, I then moved to a startup uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. And um, it was kind of in the commercial real estate space, but not really. It was office furniture. So we would come in at the very end. We'd work with developers and brokers. And when they lease out a space, we'd come in and, and sell office furniture to, to help furnish and design the company or the, the space. Um, and I was on the finance side there. So I ran all the finance, accounting, HR, and ultimately all the operations as well. And, and we had a, a huge growth 
a couple of years when I was there, which was a ton of fun for me to be a part of. Um, I think we more than tripled our revenue uh, and more than six times our, our bottom line uh, over the couple of years that I was there. And how old were you? Were you there when you when you entered and when you left? Yeah, I was. I must have been um, probably. Let's see, twenty five, twenty five, twenty four when I joined, and then twenty. I just left last year, so twenty six ish. Um, so I was there for three years, and uh, nice. And it was a it was a good experience. Um, and then one source uh, kind of came onto our radar and I can, I can tell you the whole backstory of how this happened. Um, but uh, you know, obviously, as you know, it was between me and my dad. And, and when that happened, it was, Hey, it was a really unique opportunity to work closely with my dad, a unique opportunity to go, you know, ground level and really try to build something from the ground and in an industry that I knew well and was really interested in. And obviously he, he knows well too. And so I jumped at that. That was a year ago in June. And so just over a year ago, uh, and we've been at it for uh, about 15 months now. So you know what? Let, let's let's go and dig into the, you know, the, how the idea formated, meaning to yep. come and, and launch this type of company. Yep. What was the first seed that came uh, yep. to your dad, to you, to, to both of you? I don't know what. That came and said, we need this product. Let's create it. What, what was the, what was the, like the trigger? Yeah. So, you know, we have a non-conventional story um, and uh, I love and, to hear it. it. It really starts with uh, back in 2016. So the company um, was founded by Laura Millichap. I don't know if you know Laura, her her dad, Bill Millichap, obviously, yeah. is a, a commercial real estate. Of the Millichap. Yeah. 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 One of the founders of the, the big Marcus Millichap. So his daughter, Laura, actually founded a company called CRE Simple in 2016 uh, in the Silicon Valley uh, area. And I don't know if you're familiar with Laura or CRE Simple. No, what is uh, it? And that was really the origin of this company. And so in 2016, uh, she founded the company. Uh, she raised $7 million of venture capital money um, and, and really built a team, built the platform. Uh, she ended up bringing her husband in uh, as the CEO, I think maybe two years in. Uh, and they really started building this platform. And uh, around 2020, they were getting ready to launch. They had a couple uh, free trial users um, and they ended up going through a, a, a divorce. And so um, they decided to sell the assets. And my dad, in addition to his commercial real estate uh, background right in brokerage, he's over the last 20, 25 years invested in startup companies. And so he has 40, 45 active investments. Um, one of them was actually CRE Simple. He was a very small minority investor in the company. And, and you know, given his background, his interest, his relationships in the industry, um, and, and when they decided to sell the assets, he said, hey, this is a really unique opportunity. Uh, given my background and, and the position of this company, they've really built this platform um, and it's ready to go to market. And so he decided to acquire the assets, uh, the code, the branding, um, and and basically said, hey, this is something my team uses. This is something that we get a lot of value out of and and thought, hey, I can help take it to the masses and go, go to market. And so that was in June of last year. Um, and then since then, 
you know, it's, it's a unique story, right? Uh, because there's this platform that was developed over four or five years. Um, and yet our team and our business and our vision is pretty new and young. And so when I came on and joined the team with my, you know, with my dad last, last summer, we were tasked with building a business, building a team around this existing product. And so, um, you know, it's not your everyday startup, uh, you know, you know, from, from idea to, um, to execution kind of process. Uh, but you know, what we found over the last year is we, we really did have to have our own vision. Um, and, and we couldn't just piggyback on the prior team's, uh, you know, vision. We, we really had to create our own company. And so that's what we've been doing over the last, uh, year plus. So, so, so you just, uh, um, how do you say launch the next question? Basically, I was about to ask that exactly that. What yeah. caused so so that was the reason that you guys changed the name? Also, I'm assuming because you yeah. saw that you need to actually take it upon yourself. What was CRE Simple mm -hmm. that drove you guys to come and say CRE Simple is not what we want to do exactly? Right. We right. want to make CRE one source. Like what was there? What was the 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 vision there, what was the product there that you guys mm -hmm. said, okay, I want to do that? Yeah. So there were a couple of things that they were doing. They were actually uh, brokering loans. So they were actually acting as a mortgage broker, a commercial mortgage broker, uh, while trying to run, trying to build the platform and eventually run loans through the platform. And so when we acquired the platform, we didn't necessarily have an interest in brokering loans and doing that part of the business. We said, hey, we want to build this platform and 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 really build it out, uh, add features and, and build it more for the masses. And so one of the first things we did was we this was, you know, we acquired the company in June by August. So literally within a month or two, we had we had adjusted a few things on the platform to make it so lease transactions could flow through the platform. Right. It was originally built for mortgage um, brokering and acquisitions. But my dad's background in leases. Uh, that was that was kind of a unique thing to his his skill set and something that was unique to us compared to the prior team. And we said, hey, we want to make a few adjustments so that we can run lease transactions in addition to the acquisition deals. And so that was one change. Um, and and obviously that was a big deal to my dad because his team was starting to use it um, and, and it just worked really, really nicely with them. Um, and a few other things, too, I think, you know, we've we've really instilled our own culture we have it on our website some of our non-negotiables um and i think you know when you're building a business it, it's it all happens around the team and the culture and i think you know yes you need product market fit you need uh bug bug free software you need to develop new features you need sales you need whatever it is there's you know 20 different things you need to have a successful company but none of that happens without a good team and so uh, from the very beginning, we were focused on building the right culture, building the right team. So anytime we added someone, it was, hey, you're going to, you know, you believe in the values we believe in. We're going to all all kind of row in the same direction and eventually build this build this team and this company into what we think it can be. I love it. I just love the idea. So now we got to the point where you have a company, yeah. you took a team, you took a product and it actually made it completely different because because yeah. series simple was basically a mortgage broker platform something different and now you're creating an acquisition software or platform 
that is inclusive for everything. Let's start digging in to what really is, meaning I know you gave us the two-minute elevator pitch, but let's go and dig into the, you know, the deep, the juice of what the company is about and what solution you guys are giving in detail. Mm -hmm. Let's go in, let's get in. Why, Why do we need this? Why do we do this? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So there's really three different user segments that we are actively selling to, talking to, and getting value from our platform. And those three are uh, commercial real estate brokers, either leasing or sales. It doesn't matter. They can they can get value from it. Mortgage brokers, and that was really, uh, like I said, the prior team had built it really well for them. Uh, and so we've had a lot of success on the mortgage broker side. And then uh, private lenders. We're we're in a we're in discussions with a few banks. But the product is a ways off from being really ready for the, the FDIC and the and the and the you know regulatory environment that banks need. And so the private lenders are all about speed, efficiency. A lot of them don't have any software, um, and and maybe they have a spreadsheet or a SharePoint or something to help kind of uh, keep things a little bit organized. But this is really the the next step for them. Um, and so those are the three segments that we're we're actively targeting and having success with. And what we do. Uh, you know, to help them, there's really a few things. One, uh, we say it's effortless organization, right? So super easy to have all of your deals in one spot. Um, it's uh, another thing that I think OneSource does really, really well is it clearly defines who's responsible for what on any transaction. So again, it's it's unique that OneSource works both internal and external, right? Most software uh, platforms, you pay for license licenses, and uh, you know anyone who has a license, you're, you're paying for, and you're, you're typically not including external individuals. With one source, you would really only pay pay for internal licenses, but you can invite anyone external, so uh, clients, uh, like I said, any of the deal participants, um, and then you can uh, assign tasks to them, collect documents from them, review documents with them. Um, and ultimately get get a timeline for the deal and, and close it. And so uh, it works for the whole deal team to be able to log into one spot, you know, 24 uh, seven and have that kind of source of truth for the deal. Um, and it and it works really well because it lays out, you know, who's running with what, who's responsible for what. And, and there's a few things uh, that we have. One of them I'll, I'll talk up, I'll talk about a little bit here. We call it our daily ritual. If you log in uh, to one source to start your day, right? Most people start their day and say, hey, I've got deal A, deal B, deal C, deal D. You know, what's in my core? Who do I have to follow up with? What what am I responsible for? Um, and they kind of go about their their day or at least starting their day that way. With one source, it can summarize all of your deals and all of your to-do items on all those deals into one spot. And so we say the daily ritual is just logging in, seeing what's on your plate, and then creating your to-do list from that. Um, and then you can see what other people are working on too and, and create your follow-up list on that. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. so here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. I want to yeah. go through a deal. A hypothetical yeah. deal. Let's, let's say we have, let's say we have, uh, let's say we have a deal in Arizona mm-hmm. and um, an office building. Okay. Yep. Or let's yep. say multifamily. Let's go easy. Let's go mm-hmm. easy because everybody loves multifamily nowadays. Okay, let's go. It's a multi-family deal in Arizona, 250 units. And there's, uh, we're going into this deal. Let's say it's, I don't know how much it is as, uh, in Arizona, 250. It would be, let's say, $10 million. Okay, we're going into that deal. 
and um, and very nice. Let's go through the process and how one source is actually helping us. Let's go yep. for the deal. Comes yeah. out the broker and he wants to sell the deal. Let's go. Yep, yep. So uh, the broker is the user in this case. So uh, the broker is hired right to to be the listing agent to sell this to sell this uh, property. Um, the first thing they would do is, uh, you know, if they, if this was in their CRM, right, Salesforce or Apto, right, we actually integrate so they can they can at a click of a button uh, pull the data from from their CRM right into one source, yes. and it actually creates the deal for them. And so that was a, a new feature for us to where you don't have to double entry. If you have a lot of this data already in your CRM, once that deal meets a certain uh, stage or uh, you know maybe an opportunity is created, then it creates a deal in one source, right? So then the deal is created in one source. It, it fills out all the data regarding the deal. Um, the next step would be to determine who's on the deal team. So uh, who, who on your side is actually um, uh, participating in the deal? Do you want your client, maybe the building owner, or maybe a couple people from the building to actually have access to this deal? Uh, the buyer, the buyer's attorneys, your, you know, whoever it is, add them all to the deal room. And then uh, one thing that's unique with OneSource is we have these 100% uh, customizable deal templates. And so if you're doing a multifamily sale deal, you can plug that template in and it can populate, you know, a list of, you know, stages and tasks that ultimately need to get completed on that deal. And so, you know, is that, that pre-acquisition or post-acquisition? So this would be, you know, when, when does one source come into play, right? Is that, that might be your question, right? Yes. So we think like right at the LOI stage, right when there's like, real traction where we're really starting to work on the actual transaction piece um, in terms of marketing and hey i'm the listing or listing broker i've got to go find you know 10 different potential buyers that probably still would take place in the crm or whatever marketing tools correct you know whatever whatever's out there um, once there's a buyer and there's actually interest and you're working on the deal Create the deal in one source, and then you're you're you know 100 of your time spent in one source. And so that template is, hey, from that point all the way to close, what needs to get done? Um, and and again, it's about 10 minutes to create these templates. We we actually provide a number of templates upon sign up that are just generic, and then help you customize them to your workflow. And so the idea with the template is, hey. I don't want something falling through the cracks. I don't want to forget to order a, a third party report. I don't want to, you know, I don't want something like that. Let's put it all um, right up front and, you know, on the platform. And then it's as easy as saying, yes, we need that. We need that. We need that. Oh, maybe we don't need this one. And then, and then the de um, defining who's responsible for what. And so those templates kind of help facilitate the course of the deal. So, so for example, your, your, meaning your system will have already, Let's say, for example, you need a phase one. You need a uh, whatever it is. You need a you need check LLCs. You need to, whatever. All that stuff. Yep. You need the underwriting uh, part of it, whether it's yep. the initial underwriting or the thorough underwriting, which comes uh, a little bit a little bit down the road. The financing stage of who you approach and who is dealing with that. Their finance brokers or all those are coming into the to that program. Is that correct? Yep. Exactly. Yep, I got it. So, so, so it's a process, and of course, the due diligence process is the main part of why I guess 
you need this. But it sounds to me, and that's my question here, that the real clients for this type of a product would not be the brokers. Maybe I'm wrong, and I would like to hear it from you, would mm-hmm. be the GPs and even maybe the LPs, meaning yeah. if you can have private equity funds to come and use that kind of a process to have it streamlined, or mm-hmm. especially the general partners, the sponsors, obviously, of a deal, the people who are actually acquiring the deal and are operators, and they need it to be streamlined. Obviously, um, being a, you know wearing that hat in the past, um, we had a list of, you know, uh, uh, I understand, action item list, yeah. what we had to do, a real Excel that, yep. uh, meaning even in my online course, I, I give that list that I created at the time. And uh, and I'm sure that within your, but it's a list that we shared, but nobody actually used because there was no login. There was no this, there was no, you know, there was no real system. It was just yep. an Excel. So So I think this is a beautiful idea. But again, I think the real clients are the sponsors. Am I am I right yeah. or am I wrong? Well, no, you're you're. That's an interesting point because um, one one thing that we say is for brokers, right? When we're talking to brokers, is hey, your clients, your your building owners, the people you're representing, the people who hire you, they are going to ask for reports. They're going to ask for updates. You're you're going to have to provide that. This is one way to add that visibility, transparency for the the ultimate client or the building owner, uh, that person can have a login and log right in and, and monitor the progress of the deal, right? And and you talked about an action item list. We call it the APL or the action priority list, right? So every single deal participant has their own APL. And so all they have to do is log in. They see what they have to do, when they have to do it, who else is going to work on that specific task with them. Um, and ultimately, right, all of that kind of feeds into to getting the deal deal closed. I think that's fantastic. And I want to ask you now on the startup end of things, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'm also in the prop tech scene. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, the prop tech industry is just crazy. It's booming. It's flying. Things are going. Having said all that, you know, the, the market is still very slow with adopting to the technology. Yeah. But the technologies are coming up very quickly. So so when you have that type of a solution, you have competition, which is okay. We have competition for everything, okay? Every single thing we're involved in, we have competition. It's a part of life. But um, there are a lot of solutions out there that come in streamlined processes, project management. And this is sort of a project management in a nutshell for acquisitions. The question is, how you guys deal with the market out there and the pace of of developing the company, et cetera, et cetera, and the marketing, the branding that you guys use, the go-to-market strategy. If you could talk about yeah. that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, great question. And I think there's really two things that make us unique. One, right, my dad being our CEO and and you know ultimately founder of Siri One Source, uh, and and having his background as a commercial real estate broker for thirty plus years. Um, I think that gives us a distinct uh, difference in the sense of, you know, we say something all the time, we meet you where you're at. So we aren't going to ask you to uproot your whole system and change the way you're doing it. And I'll be honest, that was something when we first acquired uh, the assets last year, we started asking people to say, hey, you don't need to do emails anymore. I know you've been living in your email. One source can, can centralize that. No more emails, save you a bunch of time. And 
that that idea flopped. Uh, the reason was people had been doing deals for 25 years via email and, and there was no way they were going to be able to change overnight. And so we've added features to help help store, organize, extract attachments on their email and keep them more organized and, and, and essentially bring all the communication together. Um, and so that's one example of us saying, hey, we're going to meet you where you're at. And that's that's a big kind of core belief of ours is nice. we're not trying to totally change the system. And I think that's important, especially in this in this industry, right? Yeah. Um, it's slow adopters. Um, and there's multiple reasons for that. But um, we want to make it as easy as possible to implement, as easy as possible to adopt and start to use. Uh, and so, you know, our daily ritual, we have, you know, weekly meeting. Everyone has a weekly pipeline meeting, right? You can just pull one source up and it very easy, you know, very easily facilitates that conversation. And so trying to fit into what people are already doing on a daily and weekly basis, I think is really key uh, to, to how we go to market and, and, and get people to adopt the software. And then the other thing that I think that makes us a little bit uh, unique, and, 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 and you can add to this, um, most softwares in the space, right? Most platforms, most companies uh, go to the CBREs, the JLLs, the Marcus and Millchaps uh, at the corporate level and ask for a, um, a free trial with a team or two um, and, and try to try to get in that way through the corporate level. And, and that's really top down, right? And, and, and watching my dad, and, and this was really a, a strong belief of my dad's was, hey, at the corporate level, you know, they can suggest things, but they can't really force all the brokers to use platforms. At the end of the day, brokers and and these people are going to use what they want. And so we call it the bubble up where we actually are going to individuals, individual teams. And if we can add so much value to those individuals that they want to use one source and that they're getting so much value out of it, it's going to be the easiest thing in the world to end up going to the to the corporate levels. And so again, it's super unique. Um, but I think we're doing the hard work first by getting traction with the actual individuals and the actual users. Uh, and if CBRE has 50, 100 different brokers that are just loving it, it'll be a, a way different conversation than us trying to go uh, from the top down. So so I'll tell you, I'm not, uh, I wasn't a broker like your dad, okay? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I came across it. I dealt with it a little bit, of course, from that end. Uh, mm -hmm real estate investment banking at the time. But uh, let, let me tell you something. I still hold my grounds that the real client is the GP. Why? Mm -hmm. Because in my opinion, in my opinion, the brokers are those who want to sell. Mm -hmm. That's what they want. They want to sell. They don't want streamlined. They don't want any processes. They want to sell the deal. Yep. So, so if I'm a broker and I have a deal to sell and I have a client, all I need is an LOI. I, I I hook them up together, just deal with each other and get it done. If I have to, as a broker, to start educating the people of doing whatever they need and 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 it's start telling them use a program, this and that, I feel it's my personal feeling. I feel like they they're just not like if I'm a broker, like I'm not going to start educating them to use the software. Just do the deal and get me right. my commission and let me get out of there. Okay. Right. Same right. for a finance broker. Get the loan, get the loan, get the loan, goodbye. That's it, mm -hmm. right? Even an yep. equity broker, everybody, or whatever, equity connectors and all those, everybody. That's why I still hold my ground when you said that, you know, you, you brought the idea of this 
beautiful product. They think that if I'm now a guy who does the acquisition, I'm looking for a deal, and I need to now to streamline the whole process together with my team and with all the Excel sheets that I have. And there's the seller, and there's the buyer, and then there are my investors, and everybody's coming in. They want to see. I think this is the best tool for transparency at the same time for everybody to use it in order to streamline the process. Why? Mm-hmm. Because if my analyst is putting out the information, and at the same time the lawyer is checking out LLCs, and he's coming out with with all the well, whatever needs to be done, whether it's uh, phase one or whatever. If I have a, a construction management management guy who's coming in in the very beginning to give us some numbers in order to, for, from his end, from the construction side, you know, of things. If it's a broker that is leasing broker that is coming to to actually consult us of how this deal is going to be sold, every single data is coming in through that. I believe this could be priceless uh, for everybody. So, so that's the way I see it, at least. Meaning, I, I see, I see that this is the, that's what I would put the effort. But I think this yeah. is a phenomenal product for sure. Yeah. No, I think. I mean, look, those are conversations we've had very recently. Uh, ideas we've had very recently, and and actually had started to have conversations on the the property owners and the building owners, the GPs, like you said, uh, because, you know, ultimately. People will people will go where the money is, right? And if they're the one controlling the transaction, if they're the one that say, "Hey, I'll hire you if you use my system or whatever," it changes the incentive structure a little bit. And brokers, they'd happily use the software if it means they're going to get the business, right? So um, it is something we've started to look at, uh, and I think I think uh, you're onto something there. Beautiful, I love the idea. So tell me something. You are 27 years old. Why, how do you envision yourself within this platform? Well, what is your role within this uh, platform that your dad came up with and all that stuff? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my my title is Chief Operating Officer. So I really run the day-to-day. And I like I said a little bit earlier, when I first joined, there were really three, two or three things that I was really focused on. One was understanding uh, the client, the market, and where are our, and, and, and I guess the competitive kind of the, the competitive softwares, where we fit in that ecosystem and how we, you know, where our competitive advantages, that was number one. Number two is building the right team, right? None of this happens without the right team. Um, and that's something that I've really taken the lead on was building and shaping out the team, uh, finding the right people, um, and then ultimately uh, getting them up and running and, and believing in them so that they can, they can all succeed. Hundred uh, percent. And so, so that's you know, if you say my dad is a little bit more on the relationship side and the high level strategy side, yeah. mine is really in the day to day on executing um, and and saying, hey, this is our, our objective. This is our goal. This is where we're headed. How do we get there? How many people do you guys have in the team today? Uh, we're at uh, ten with uh, another two part time interns. So ten full time and a couple wow. interns. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. That's beautiful. I love the the separation between the role between you and your dad. And obviously, your dad is is a long, is an old timer when it comes to that. Um, very, very interesting and very intriguing. This whole thing is very intriguing. Tell me something, Charlie. Mm-hmm. What do you and your dad think about the whole prop tech scene? What do you think is going to be, you know, the next thing? What, what do you guys, when you talk about all kind, because your dad is has been investing for years. Yeah. 
So yeah. there's obviously there are obviously conversations between you guys of what is the next thing. Obviously, you are focused now on your company, but th- I'm sure that your dad is also like looking around and and saying, yeah. okay, yeah. this is uh, very interesting and that is very interesting. I would like to hear what you guys think about the prop tech scene, you know, as a whole. Yeah. Well, I would say when we first got into this, everyone knows commercial real estate is a lagging, you know, software adopting uh, industry. Right. And, and I think a lot of the prop tech, the venture capitalists, the software companies, you know, on the outside, see that and see a huge opportunity. And, and frankly, we did too. Um, when we got in it, I'd say one thing we we learned was there's a reason for it, right? People in, in commercial real estate especially those who are on commissions are inherently successful, right? If they aren't successful, they're usually out of the business. And so they make a lot of money. Um, and, and, and a lot of them have this kind of demeanor or, or thought process of like, why, why change what's working for me? Right. And so that I think is at the core of why commercial real estate is a little bit of a lagging software adopting industry um, in terms of looking forward. And, and we've done a ton of, we've had a ton of conversations honestly, tens of thousands uh, over the last year, uh, company-wide of conversations with people in the industry. And from that, we're pulling big themes and and obviously working that into our product roadmap. Um, And some of those include everyone is desperate for a one-stop shop, right? And, And everyone is desperate for, hey, I've got five, six different technologies. I use Dropbox for this. I use my CRM for that. I use CoStar for this, you know, and and everyone's desperate and so we really you know looking forward what is the company what does our product roadmap look like uh we are focused on integrating all of that so that data can flow in between all these different systems Yeah, integration is the name of the game without a doubt but yeah. when you have a good product when you have a good solution then you have to be able to integrate and yep. you guys have to be in touch with the integrators like yep. those who are that's their expertise i'll i'll love to speak to you about this separately yeah. but this is um this is such a phenomenal idea i love that charlie and thank yeah. you so much for being with us and sharing yeah. all the you know the history it was uh phenomenal to hear about mm-hmm. your story your dad's story your story how you started how you got into it you are a, a phenomenal young man you know uh, with a lot of talents and focus and i love that and uh what i would like to do is if you could tell everybody you guys could see the links above below how to get in touch with charlie and his father and the company of CRE One Source, yep. but uh, you know Charlie, if you could tell us uh, in your own words how people can find you. Yep. Yeah. So you can find us in a couple areas. Our website is CREOneSource.com. Uh, LinkedIn CRE One Source. My personal email, you shy, you can you can share it. Charlie.Capola at CREOneSource.com. I would love to talk to anyone. Um, and we're 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 we have an email blast. LinkedIn. On, on- I, I'm assuming you said LinkedIn. LinkedIn and and our website would probably be our two best. Um, and then we've got an email newsletter going out uh, once a week. Awesome. On and and we really focus that on value add. We're not trying to sell. It's more, hey, this is different trends we're seeing, different things in the industry. Um, and so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll post that on LinkedIn and our website as well. I love that, Charlie. Thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate your time. Really. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks so much. No problem. Stick around for a second. You guys, hope you enjoyed this conversation because this was really enlightening. And uh, you got a first hand to hear about a software that one of the softwares that are going to change the market, the commercial real estate market. I hope you guys enjoyed it. 
And I hope you guys learned something about it. And again, you can contact Charlie and the company of OneSource, CRE, OneSource. You guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. I'll see you in the next show. Take care. Hey, guys, thanks for joining me in this CRE Shark Eye show. I hope you enjoyed it. And go subscribe, download, do whatever you guys need to do. And I'll see you in the next episode. Take care of yourselves.